With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. McGregor versus Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. It's the McGregor versus Poirier rubber match. Get in on all the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code TBPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code TBPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bolts Broadcast and Chase. They did it again. Back to back cups. How we feeling tonight? We're fucking two for two. That's all I can fucking say. Holy shit. Are we the best? No, uh, but for, for real, I mean, uh, holy hell. This is great. I, I, I'm, I didn't even fucking win the cup and I'm at a loss for words partially. Like hats off to this Tampa Bay Lightning team. Andre Vasilevsky, we carried this team, uh, you know, of course, obviously our forwards and D played incredibly well, but Vasilevsky was the main reason this team won. Uh, it, it's really just an incredible feat. Back-to-back cups, the only other team to do in the cap era are the Penguins. And, you know, with this, the situations going on around the world, I'd argue that maybe this is a little more impressive than that one. So hats off to this team. I mean, they, they just they did a fantastic job. It's absurd. And the fact that they're able to do it, in front of all the fans makes it just that much better. I know Stamkos, he talked about it being in front of the fans, being in front of their family, their friends. It just makes it that much more worth it. And I I think I'm in a similar boat, Chase. Usually we come into these episodes and we know exactly what we're going to say, but it's it's hard to put everything into words that we want to say. I'll say this. This team is phenomenal. And the amount of times I saw people predicting that, oh, the Islanders are going to win. Oh, Montreal is going to win. I mean, even EA Sports came out with a simulation having Montreal beating Tampa. Um, Surprises me because this team was dominant last year. They were no doubt going to be dominant again this year, and that's exactly what they were. Andre Vasilevsky, amazing goaltender. I I think, I guess... I'll say this, and then Chase, you can take it back over. 
Tampa Bay Lightning fans, I think we all just need to take a step back for a second and just realize how special this team really is. To go back to back, to do it during a pandemic, to do it in July nonetheless, it's 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 just such a special moment. So take a step back, look at this team, because it's not going to be here forever, and we got to celebrate the moment. I, I even poured myself a glass of whiskey, a little bourbon, so I, I'm enjoying the night. And remember, all of this, these two cups back-to-back come after a 62-win regular season where we got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, We turned that sweep into two straight championships, as obviously you know at this point. Uh, What they've done, you know, in that time frame has really been impressive. Um, You know, what what Breezeball has been able to do once CBY left, he really just fine-tuned this team and made it into the juggernaut that it is. You know, those two, the additions of Coleman and Gaudreau are just incredible the the whole reason this team has won this cup uh you know they are just an absolute menace of the penalty kill together i get it's it's incredible i i don't you know i i don't enjoy watching penalty kills enjoy watching power plays but when those guys kill a penalty it's just it's a sight to see uh they've been such a huge part of this team uh and then really keeping together this core maneuvering the cap the way they did uh all you guys can keep on crying for all i give a shit uh cry it's a it's a fucking rule it is what it is Tampa won. It's over. Time to move on. They're going to go back and they're going to try to defend next season. Um, and uh, hopefully this team can stay as intact as possible. And Coleman and Gaudreau, we talked about them. I think it was a week ago, last Thursday's episode. Gaudreau was on another level tonight, at least from what I was watching. The guy was blocking shots. He was aggressive in the offensive zone. He even went down with a little, uh, a little, a little hurt uh, after a Shea Weber block. And he came back out, finished the game, and it's great. And I'm seeing on my TV now, of course, still watching Alex Kalorn on the screen, uh, a guy who couldn't compete in this game because, of course, he had the big block shot earlier on in the playoffs. And a guy that's able to lift the cup back out on the ice. You just love to see it. Stories like that, Samco's last year, Kalorn this year, that these teams, they really fight for each other. They fight for their players. And it makes it all that much more special. Yeah, it really is. And to add on to that, you know, just watching Kaloran get to lift the cup. It's also awesome to see the Black Aces lift the cup. You know, right now, Alex Barboulet, he's got the cup in his hands. Uh, You know, these guys, they don't get much recognition. They don't play in the games. They travel. They do extra practice. Um, You should see what healthy scratches go through on a game day. Uh, They get bag skated. Like, they'll, everyone gets off the ice and they're on the ice for another hour just doing conditioning type shit. So these guys are just... Traveling with the team, getting their shit condition out of them, and they get to reward themselves lifting the cup. They get to spend some time with the cup. Uh, so, you know, it, it's awesome for them. It's it just, I'm just so happy for, for this whole team. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't know how to put everything into words still. It, it really just is incredible as John Cooper lifts the cup right now. Look at that. And one thing to mention Alex Kalorn just talked about his injury, the Black Aces. Ross Colton comes in for Alex Kalorn, and my goodness, was he special. He had the Stanley Cup clinching goal, and I don't think anyone would have put money on the line that Ross Colton would be the one to do it, but he did, and it's awesome. An unsung hero, the rookie, scoring the goal to win the Cup. That's going to go down in history, and him and his family are going to celebrate that for the rest of his life. Yeah, Ross Colton, just the fucking man. I mean, what else can I say? This dude is just... He, he came out of nowhere this season. He really just came and produced and was a fantastic player, kind of a Carter Verhage situation, but I think a little more impactful than Verhage. 
Uh, you know, he, he was awesome. It's so great to see. Uh, hopefully we can keep him on this team going forward. We'll talk more about that in different in different shows. Today's all about, you know, celebrating the win and the excitement. You know, he, he really is an awesome player and you know, another great find by the Lightning organization. Absolutely. Well, Chase, let's talk about the big rig. And no, we're not talking about Jamie Oleksiak. That's a fucking joke. If you Yuck. think that's the case, uh, Patrick Maroon. Three Stanley Cups back to back to back. But my favorite part of it all is you can just tell what a team player Pat Maroon is because when they were taking the pick with Gary Bettman by the cup, uh, he wasn't holding up three. He was holding up a two because it's all about the team. Tampa goes back to back. Even though Maroon got another one on top of that, he's still here with his boys. He's still here with Tampa, and it's a two-peater. But unbelievable to have three cups in a row just by an individual player. You know, there's a reason he's still on this team, and it's not because he's a good hockey player anymore, because, like, quite frankly, he's not a good hockey player anymore. He can't really skate. Uh, he doesn't really do much productive in terms of offensive or defensively, but he is a pain in the ass. Uh, he, he's a tough dude. He works his ass off, and he is a tremendous role model on this team. So it, it, he's a perfect fit for what they were doing. Uh, it's awesome that he's able to stay in the lineup and contribute the way that he does because he really does not have much left in his tank. You know, hopefully he can keep on playing his NHL career. It'd be awesome to keep him around on a cheap deal. Um, you know, if, if not, it is what it is. But it's just so cool for the dude. Uh, the, the first player since the 60s to win three straight cups, uh, not all with the same team. Uh, I didn't. The fact that it's happened before is also crazy, too. I feel like that's something that would never happen before. But sure enough, it has. Um, but still, just you know, a, a cool little stat, cool little piece of history to hold. And Chase, let's talk about the Con Smythe winner, Andre Vasilevsky. Just phenomenal performance out of him, especially tonight, shutting the door completely on the Montreal Canadiens. And I, I don't remember who it was. It was Eddie Olchuk, maybe. Uh, said during broadcast, Vasilevsky truly is the best goaltender in hockey right now. And we've been screaming that for two years now since joining the Bolts broadcast. He's done some phenomenal things in this back-to-back run. I know you got a couple stats you want to share, Chase. Yeah, so uh, I, I got this this fun little tidbit here from uh, Andre Vasilevsky. So Tampa Lightning, after a loss the last two postseasons, they are 14-0. This is the whole team general. 14-0, uh, 3.36 goals for per game, 1.36 goals against per game. So in that span, Andre Vasilevsky, after a loss, he is 14-0 with a 951 save and a 120 goals against. He has not lost back-to-back games in the playoffs in two straight seasons. They have not they, they've held a lead in every single series in the last two seasons. They've, they've never um, not held a lead, I should say. So, like, they, they've never lost, like, game one uh, the, the last two years. They, they've just – what they've done is just so incredible, and it's on the back of Andre Vasilevsky, a guy who essentially Kyle Quincy was traded for. Kyle Quincy turned into a first-round pick that turned to Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, very funny to think. Tough for Red Wings fans. Great for Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Uh, he is just by far the best goalie in the league. I don't want to hear any argument about anybody else being close to him. And, Chase, we – have been critical of Vasilevsky on the show over these past two years. It doesn't happen often. Uh, more of the t- Most of the time we're pumping his tires, but we have been critical of him in the moments where he kind of needs to be checked a little bit. There's been times where he struggled, and I think even during this postseason run, uh, we've been critical of him one or two times. But I don't think that's really us being negative rather than just seeing how high the standards are for a Tampa Bay Lightning show. I mean, being able to watch Andre Vasilevsky do what he does day in, day out, to see him let up like a three-goal performance, that's that's not not super rare in the NHL. Like, 
three goal performances for goalies happen quite often, but for Vasilevsky, that's when we get critical of him. And I, I just think the standards are so high that this criticism that we will show every once in a while just shows how damn good he actually is. Oh, hundred percent. And there's no other goal in the league that you're going to be disappointed. They led in three goals. Uh, it usually doesn't matter because the Tampa Lightning can to score four goals in a lot of those games. But like he just is so good that you expect him to be so good game in, game out. And the reality is, you know, that that really can't be the case. Uh, in this playoff, somehow he was pretty impressive in pretty much every single game. You know, he had some weak moments, but for the most part, he was just incredible and really held up. Um, so we're the very thankful for that. Lightning fans, you should all be thankful for that. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to, you know, play in 22 straight games. Uh, I think is what it was here in these playoffs. There's not really much of any break at all. Uh, and just to dominate the way that he did, it, it really just like fantastic, impressive what he did. Um, I, I know nobody listening to us is hating on Vasilevsky and thinks he should be gone. Everyone really appreciates and respects him. But everyone really they really need to take an, you know, an extra moment of appreciation. Absolutely. No, we got people listening. Nah, get Vasilevsky out of here. <laughs> We need him off the team. He hasn't done enough. Um, but I, I think, again, it was either Olchek or Bush said this Tampa Bay Lightning team right now have four of the top 25 players in the NHL. Uh, talking Kucherov, Hedman, Vasilevsky, and Braden Point, I believe. Um, phenomenal. And Stamkos, he played well this postseason. He was obviously dealing with something. We'll probably learn about it pretty soon here, uh, but able to put up eight goals in the postseason. Phenomenal from the captain. And Chase, you've been tweeted out on the Bulls broadcast Twitter that it's so great to see him actually be a part of the team and lift the cup with the team in comparison to last year where he had to deal with the injuries. Yeah, this one really feels like his Stanley Cup. You know, obviously he wasn't the one that like necessarily carried the team. He was wasn't Kucherov leading and scoring. He wasn't Vasilevsky dominating in net. Which first of all, I want to say like Vasilevsky obviously deserves like the Smythe. He was incredible. But also kind of surprising that a guy puts up over thirty points doesn't get it either. I, I, either way, hard, hard choice. But regardless, um, yeah, you know, it, it was great that Sam Cole was able to get in this. This one really just it really felt different. You know, last year was when it for him. This year was when it with him. And he definitely would rather have it one with than one for him, you know? Absolutely. And Chase, another player that we got to give props to Tyler Johnson uh, last year. What was it? November, December time. We were talking. This is a guy that might not be returning. He got waived. Um, before he got waived, we talked about how that could be a possibility or a trade could be a possibility. Um, now he's back on the team and he was a very key piece to winning the Stanley cup. He played fan fucking tastic in these finals. Uh, he played, he played great in, in this final series. Uh, he was a very hard working player for this team. He, he missed one game in the regular season. That was it. He was here for everything else. He worked his ass off. He, you know, he really did some pretty special things. Uh, seeing a pretty cool moment with Patrick Maroon on the TV with a special needs kid right now. Sorry, that uh, that was really cool. But, um, it, it, you know, really what Tyler Johnson has done has just been awesome. It, it's a feat that deserves a lot of praise. Um, you know, I saw some people giving him that praise on Twitter, which is cool. Uh, will he be in this Tampa team next year? Who knows? You know, this is what we said last time around, too. And sure enough, he was here and was a big piece. So hopefully he can continue to be a big piece of this Lightning team. Um, you know, I, I'm very happy he was able to find his form again. It it was an awesome, awesome run to watch. 
And I think, Chase, we should probably talk about the game a little bit. Uh, obviously, Ross Colton, he had the big goal. Andre Vasilevsky was amazing. I think the game overall was one of the best during this postseason run. A lot of stress, a lot of anxiety on my end, uh, but we got it done. And overall, I thought it was a very entertaining game. It, it was entertaining for one that lacked a lot of offense. It was probably the most entertaining, you know, like defensive style game that we've seen in quite a while. It it was just it was truly a team game on both sides of the puck. Uh, Tampa, they they really deserve this at home. The crowd, the momentum, it really helped kind of give them adrenaline. Really helped rejuvenate them. I think um, it, it was just. It was it was definitely a very good game, as you mentioned. Um, I, I think Vasilevsky played fantastic. Carey Price did everything he could do. You know, I, I, feel, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Shea Weber. You could see, you know, teammates of the Montreal Canadiens going up to Shea Weber after the game. Uh, he worked his ass off here in this game and in the series and in the whole playoffs, really. And, uh, you know, they were kind of saying, you know, sorry, we couldn't do this for you. Uh, he very well could be retiring. You know, there was talk that he was going to retire a couple of years ago, so... Uh, that moment right there made me wonder, you know, if this was his final game played. If so, you know, it sucks going off on the note that he lost the cup, but he played a very good game and he played a good series. So hopefully he can go off on that note if that is the case. And hats off to Montreal because no one, absolutely no one, except for maybe some Montreal fans, but absolutely no one had Montreal making it to the Stanley Cup finals this year. Uh, I, I think people even had, I, I think even us, we didn't have Montreal even in the playoffs let alone getting to the Stanley Cup. So hats off to them. They were able to have a insane run, and it, it really does need to be respected because when a team like that comes out of the blue and is able to do as much damage as they did, uh, that's scary. That That's a team that maybe they don't have all the talent in the world like our Tampa Bay Lightning do, but the fact that they were able to get here shows the teamwork and the amount of love that's within that locker room. And that's really what took them here. And they're only going to get better with a lot of their young guys, Suzuki, Kakaniemi, Caulfield, Romanov, all those kids are getting better. So hats off to them. You know, I want our Tampa lightning to win every single Stanley cup, of course, but you know, I, I agree with sentiments. This team, you know, they've got a lot of promise, you know, a lot of great young players. And I really hope Carey Price is able to find a way to win the Stanley cup. It would be great to do it in Montreal, but Wherever it has to be, I just that's a guy that deserves to see on the cup. Uh, he's just he's had to carry so much pressure in that franchise for so many years of so many underwhelming teams, and he he's the reason they made the playoffs a lot of seasons. And you know, eventually it, it broke him down and he slowed down, but he, he kind of found his juice again, played fantastic in these playoffs. Uh, so I hope he gets another opportunity to you know, or like at least like whether with Montreal or somewhere else, as I said, to, to really get a chance at a cup because he's the guy that deserves it. And on my screen, another picture with the Stanley Cup, a great run capped off so beautifully. Chase, you got more stats to talk about. Let's hear about them. So, um, this is this is just another just kind of like it's more of a fact than a stat, I guess. So I'll just say this. Um, so the Lightning Stars make some history tonight. This is a tweet from David Amber. Uh, Kucherov becomes the first player since Mario Lemieux to lead all playoff scores in two straight seasons. That was in 91 and 92. Mario did that. And then Braden Point becomes the first player since Yari Curry to outright lead the playoffs in goal scoring in two straight years. That was from 87, 88. So, you know, two feats that stood for a little while, uh, you know, matched by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, those are going to be hard ones to match going forward, too, because cups don't get won very often back to back nowadays with the parity in the league. So maybe these are stats that these guys can kind of hold as being the most recent player to do it for a while. Yeah, and 
being right there in the same conversation, having records that align with Mary Lemieux, Yari Curry. I know Vasilevsky, he tied a record with Ken Dryden with uh, back-to-back cops not missing a game. Being compared to legends like that, again, just makes me want to say, take a step back, look at the team overall. This is truly a special moment, and I don't know. It's just crazy. Crazy is is the one word to use. Uh, it it really is. You know, when we took over doing a, a Tampa Bay Lightning podcast, uh, you know, two years ago now, the could we have thought, it's pretty much two years ago, almost to this day. Uh, could you have thought that we would have been talking about two straight Stanley Cup championships? You know, we knew they were a good team, but like, really, did you like, did you think, oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about two straight Stanley Cup championships, uh, just absolute dominant teams, all this type of stuff? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, like 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 you can't just you can't just imagine that. It, it's been quite a fun ride. It really has. And I do want to say this. Um we are in the Detroit area. I'm sure that some of you know that. Uh we've talked about it before. And the Tampa Bay Lightning were was the second favorite team of Chase. Um they were, you know, a team that I would watch and feel very excited about. Uh, They weren't my favorite team in the world. But when the Hockey Podcast Network came out and contacted us, uh, we had the option between Tampa Bay Lightning, Carolina Hurricanes, Minnesota Wild, Boston Bruins, and some other teams. And we went with Tampa. And I have to say, over these past two years, being able to, I don't want to say develop a relationship, but really being able to connect with this team has been kind of surreal. And it it's funny because when we started this, I wasn't having that anxiety that I felt tonight when we were on the way to winning the cup. So just being able to connect and just learn more about the team, learn more about all these players, learn about the personalities in the room and really just understand and respect and even praise, I guess, uh, this team overall has really been an awesome experience, and I'm so happy that we're able to do it. And also, heads up to the Tampa Bay Lightning, the actual organization. We've been doing the Bullets broadcast for two years, and you've won the Stanley Cup the past two years. I'm thinking maybe we got to do something. Maybe. I don't know. It, it seems like it's worked out so far. If you're any, If you have any superstition at all, Maybe we got to get something going here. I know hockey, one of the biggest superstitious sports out there. Let's get some work in Tampa. TBLPR, time to collab. Absolutely. And Chase, I talked about before the show, how awesome would it be to go down to the parade, do a live show for the Bolts broadcast during the parade, get absolutely hammered, get the crowd all rowdy. It, it'd be so fun. So I, I think next year we definitely got to gotta make it happen to the point where we need to go down there and, and watch a game because it's it's been two years and I haven't been there yet. You've been there once, but it wasn't while we were doing the Bulls broadcast. So we got to make it a point to get down there next year. Well, um, for I got two things to say. One's about this, one's a slightly different point I don't want to forget. Um, 100%, I will be looking into price of uh, opening, like the home opener season tickets, or not season tickets, home opener tickets or whatever they cost. I'm willing to pay up to a certain price to get there. So if you're willing to join me in there, that'd be fantastic. If not, we can figure out something else as well. 
But I do also want to mention this was the final game on NBC for the NHL. So moving forward, we'll be with ESPN, TNT. Uh, You know, I'm happy about the move. We've talked about it before. A couple personalities will not be transferring over. So, you know, a a guy like Patrick Sharp, you know, I enjoy his input. He will not be at ESPN. I don't think Anson Carter is being brought over either. He's someone that's, you know, involved with, um, you know, like NBC and NHL Network and stuff. And I, I, don't, I don't know if he'll be brought over or not. I can't remember. So if whatever guys aren't, you know, we, we appreciate everything that you've done. And hopefully we'll see you on broadcast in the future. Absolutely. It's been a great ride with NBC. Um, they've they've been the cream of the crop for hockey. I mean, we've talked about our uh, distaste for the NHL Network. NBC has always been above and beyond, I think, all of our expectations. They've been awesome. They've had a great set. They've had some great people, and it's been a fun ride with NBC. But I am looking forward to the future. And Chase, talking about uh, me chipping in, I I think Al and Mike will just take care of it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, we we, we can talk them into it. And and then we'll wear our Bolts broadcast merch, go advertise down there. It'll be a fun ride. Um, our, our new, our new bolt broadcast merch. Cause I, I have an idea. Uh, I might as well pitch it to you on the show. So, uh, here, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, just on the front of the shirt, it's going to say cry on the back. It's going to have our cap it and then say back to back. I love it. Cause <laughs> all you fucking cry babies just keep on crying. It's great. Um, <laughs> Chase, screw a commercial break. We're not doing one. Um, I want to talk about, <laughs> Hey, we can do what we want. We're the champs. Uh, uh, I want to talk about GM JB. Uh, didn't win GM of the year last year. Didn't win GM of the year this year. Uh, but we won back-to-back cups. How does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, he absolutely should have been GM of the year at least this season. Uh, like rec- at least recognize it for the work he did last year and then the work he did this year with, with the cap uh, circumvention. So like, he, he should have had... At least one of the two, specifically this year, I think would have made more sense too. But uh, it's the NHL; nothing makes sense. You you go with the old boys club. Lou Amarillo's been managing in the league for 149 years, so you got to give it to him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, he's been phenomenal. I mean, we talked about it. He took over when we took over the Bolts broadcast. Not took over the Bolts broadcast when we created the Bolts broadcast. Uh, yes, he, sir. He took over and. We talked about how we're excited to see what he can do. Obviously, Stevie Y, phenomenal job with Tampa. And we even need to shout out Stevie Y, give him a big thank you, because he is a huge part of this team's success with what he was able to do, bringing in all the players that are on the current team. Um, But the fact that he's been able to keep this team together through hell and high water is huge and it needs to be recognized. The fact that the NHL hasn't officially recognized it with a GM of the year is kind of a joke, but he, he's really been phenomenal. And it just, I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. I say Vasilevsky, phenomenal. Coleman Gaudreau, phenomenal. Freaking Hedman, phenomenal. Kucherov, phenomenal. Now we're talking about the staff, phenomenal. GM, JB, Great job keeping the team together back to back. He deserves it as much as everyone else. And, you know, a hundred percent, but another guy about the staff that we need to talk about John Cooper. Remember, you know, two months into our, our first season, we're talking about, all right, this team is kind of under underwhelming, underperforming. Uh, we saw them maybe hit their ceiling last year, 62 wins. They get swept in the first round. Like, like he's got to figure it out or, or get the can. Yeah. Uh, we said, well, we're, it was said if it goes 
even more south, we're calling for his head. We were we yeah. were about what three four three four losses in a row away from calling for it. Oh yeah, but he fucking figured it out, as you can tell. And he joins Mike Sullivan as a current coach that has won back-to-back cups. There's only been six coaches to ever do it. Scotty Bowman, one of them. I don't remember the whole list off the top of my head. I'm sure we can look that up, but uh, a phenomenal feat for him. And could he go three in a row? I mean, it's possible. Uh, there, there's so much that's going to happen in this offseason. Uh, teams are going to be significantly different, including our Tampa Lightning. Whether you're ready for it or not, there will be changes. Uh, we'll hit on it a lot more in the next episode. I want to keep all this stuff nice and light and enjoyable. Uh, but it, it would be awesome if we could figure out a way to make it three in a row. For sure. It was an absolute blast to cover the Tampa Bay Lightning this season. Um, future episodes going to be talking about the season recap. Going to be looking at what to expect with the expansion draft, what to expect overall in the offseason. Maybe do a little draft preview. Um But that's going to end our Tampa talk for this episode. Uh, We did want to quickly mention a big piece of news. Vladimir Tarasenko, stud player. He wants to be traded. Yeah, so he's unhappy with how the Blues handled his shoulder surgeries. This news came out during the game. Uh, Kind of, I I think it's kind of intentional. He doesn't want to get too much um, like limelight in the news. He just wants the teams to know that he wants to be traded. So I think this is an intentional move. They see Tampa's about to win the cup, so they throw this out there. Um, but yeah, he wants to be moved. He's not happy with how the team treated his shoulder, shoulder surgeries. You know, he's had three of them in his career. Uh, they think they, they could have helped him out a little bit better, but sure enough, they didn't. He thinks that he was done wrong and he wants to, you know, go on and get another opportunity. And I think that could be good for him. Uh, I love Tarasenko. I loved him as a prospect. I loved him coming into the NHL and he's had some success, but he's never reached his true ceiling. He can, he had the ability, who knows if he still does, he's going to be 30 with three shoulder surgeries, but he had the ability to be a like world breaking type of player. Um, you know, hopefully he can go somewhere. I know you mentioned a specific place that I feel like you're going to mention here in a minute. Uh, that would be fun with kind of two veteran NHL players going to possibly, um, if something like that were to happen, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Last week we talked about Duncan Keith and how he could be the face of the Seattle franchise and how, you bring in Tarasenko as well. Have that duo be the face of that franchise would be phenomenal and a great start for Seattle. And hey, that could propel them on a run like Vegas had, making the Stanley Cup in their first ever year. Yeah, and if if that were to happen again, holy shit, that'd be crazy. I really <laughs> that, that that can't happen again. It just flat out cannot happen again. But I will be rooting for Seattle harder than I'll be rooting for Vegas because I just oh, love same. their uniform logo um uh, more and everything the only thing i don't like is their fucking head coach Ugh, gross <laughs> but but other, other than that i love what they're doing it's i am so excited for them i'm excited for the off season and we're finally there um it, that doesn't take away from the absolute blast we had watching this stanley cup run but it, i'm so excited dude i love the draft I love the expansion draft. It's going to be great. But, Chase, let's move on to hockey name of the day. Of course, we got to end it with a hockey name of the day. Um, And, you know, this one's a tough one. I'll be honest. This is a tough name. Uh, There is four letters in the first name, six in the last name. And 
This hockey name of the day is Ross Colton. <laughs> fuck yeah, it's Ross Colton. I was like, you know, I, I thought about, you know, maybe I'll go look for your name. Nah, fuck that. Ross Colton, you absolute legend. You are the hockey name of the day. You won that Stanley Cup. You got the game-winning goal. You had the only goal in the game. You're a fucking legend. I hope the guy you're on the Stanley Bay Lightning team next year. Phenomenal. Probably the best hockey the name of the day that we've ever had. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for the episode. We want to thank you for coming out. Uh, make sure to hit us up on Twitter at the Bullets Broadcast. Uh, show us how you're celebrating. We'd be so excited to see it. Chase, let's hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Go check us out on Patreon. Support us there. Uh, I'm going through this outro quick because I'm too amped. So support us on Patreon, please. Go follow us on Twitter at Bullets Broadcast. Go tweet us how you're celebrating. Follow us at the Hockey Podcast Network. At, so that's at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet on Twitter. Go follow WNP as well at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. We just uh, recorded a football episode today. We're finally getting some content back out, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, go to thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts and network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, go make sure to check out the blogs as well. And do not forget to rate us five stars uh, wherever you're listening. You know, send us your questions, comments, concerns, and you must use code THPN when it's time for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening, and go Bolts, baby! Go Bolts!